Hello, and welcome to this episode of Hanging with Hogan. Today, I want to look further into the life and career of one of the greatest, not just basketball players, but athletes of all time, Michael Jordan. This story begins in Wilmington, North Carolina, where Michael Jeffrey Jordan and his family moved shortly after his birth in 1963. MJ was the fourth of five children. He had three brothers and two sisters. He attended Elmsley A. Laney High School and played three sports, baseball, football, and basketball. There's this legend out there that MJ didn't make his high school varsity team. This isn't entirely true. He tried out as a sophomore when he was just 5'11", and was passed over in favor of his friend and future college teammate, Leroy Smith. Jordan suited up for the junior varsity, where he would routinely score 40 points. He continued to work hard each day to improve his game. His father, James Jordan, was his trainer and biggest critic. Jordan would grow more than four inches in high school, and as a senior in 1981, He was named McDonald's All-American after averaging 27 points, 12 rebounds, and 6 assists. Duke, Syracuse, and Virginia all put the full-court press on Jordan, but he chose North Carolina, where he would major in cultural, geography, and play for the legendary Dean Smith. His freshman season was a memorable one. At a time when very few freshmen made significant impacts, Jordan was named the ACC Freshman of the Year, as he averaged over 13 points per game and shot 53% from the field. In the national championship game that season against Georgetown and Patrick Ewing, Jordan hit a game-winning jump shot to take down the Hoyas. Michael Jordan was a first-team All-American in 1983 and 1984, his sophomore and junior seasons. He also took home Naismith and Wooden College Player of the Year awards in what would be his final season as a Tar Heel. Michael Jordan entered the 1984 NBA draft and was chosen after Hakeem Olajuwon and Sam Bowie by the Chicago Bulls. The reason Jordan was not chosen sooner was that the Rockets and Trailblazers were both in dire need of a center. In addition, the Blazers already had Clyde Drexler and their GM, Stu Inman, thought Drexler and Jordan would be redundant. After being drafted and signing a seven-year, $6.1 million contract with the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan played on the United States Olympic team that won gold in 1984. This was when collegiate athletes represented the national team. That changed in 1992 with the Dream Team. More on that in a bit. Michael Jordan took the NBA by storm in his rookie season. He averaged over 28 points per game, shooting 52% from the field. He was named a starter in the All-Star game, as voted on by the fans. And this rubbed some of the league stars the wrong way, especially Isaiah Thomas, who led what might be referred to as a freeze-out in the All-Star game, as he insisted players not pass Jordan the ball. Jordan didn't need an edge, but this gave him one. The Bulls would go on to make the playoffs, after a paltry three seasons prior to Jordan's arrival, and Michael Jordan was named the NBA's Rookie of the Year. MJ's second season didn't go as planned. Three games in, he broke his foot and would miss 64 games. 
The Bulls went 30 and 52, but miraculously made the playoffs. They were matched up with the 86 Celtics, arguably the greatest team of all time. Jordan didn't win the series, but he let them know his time was coming. In game two of a series the Bulls would lose, MJ dropped 63 points at the Boston Garden, which is still a record for points in a playoff game. MJ was fully healed and ready for his third season in the association. He would go on to post a jaw-dropping 37, 5, and 5 a night, but the Bulls only won 40 games and were swept again by the Celtics. Through three seasons, Jordan had a lot of individual accolades, but very little team success to show for it. He had made baggy shorts fashionable as he insisted on wearing his North Carolina Tar Heel shorts beneath his Bulls uniform each game, and he donned the swish as he had signed with Nike in 1984 and had been nicknamed His Airness and Air Jordan in various marketing campaigns. Prior to the 1987-1988 season, the Chicago Bulls traded for the rights to Scottie Pippen and drafted Horace Grant. In that season, MJ's fourth, he would win MVP, averaging 35 points per game on 54% shooting. He was also named an all-star and was the game's MVP. That's not all. He also averaged 1.5 blocks and just over three steals and claimed the Defensive Player of the Year award as well. The Bulls made the playoffs after winning 50 games but lost to the Pistons in the second round. This wouldn't be the last time Jordan was put up against this group known as the Bad Boys on the sport's biggest stage. That offseason, Michael Jordan grew frustrated with Jerry Krause, the Bulls' GM, as Charles Oakley, his bodyguard, was traded to the New York Knicks for Bill Cartwright. Jordan has called Oakley his best friend, and they still golf, gamble, and fish to this day. In 1988-1989, Michael Jordan led the league in scoring again with 32.5 points and also led the league in minutes for the second straight season with nearly 41 per game. The Bulls made the playoffs and beat the Knicks and then the Cavs thanks to the shot. Jordan's iconic jumper over Craig Elo at the buzzer in the decisive Game 5 against Cleveland. This led to another date with Detroit who doubled and triple-teamed Jordan every single time he touched the ball. It was what their coach, Chuck Daly, coined the Jordan Rules. The Pistons would win this series in six games. At the conclusion of the season, Doug Collins was fired, and Phil Jackson was hired as the Bulls' head coach. In Jackson's first season at the helm, Jordan led the league in scoring yet again, averaging nearly 34 points to go along with seven rebounds, and six assists, but the Bulls were once again eliminated by the Pistons in seven games in the Eastern Conference Finals. The 1990-1991 season was Jordan's seventh, and in it, he won his second most valuable player award, averaging 31.5 points, and the Bulls were finally able to climb over the hump. They swept the Pistons in the playoffs en route to a date with the Lakers in the Finals. The most iconic moment of this series, and one that is still broadcasted to this day, is Michael Jordan's acrobatic layup as he avoided Sam Perkins, switched the ball from his right to left hand in midair, 
and put the ball in the basket. The Bulls would win their first NBA title in five games. As they defended their first title in 91-92, the Chicago Bulls went 67-15, and and Jordan claimed his second consecutive MVP award, averaging 30 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. In the second round of the playoffs, they were pushed to the brink by Patrick Ewing and the Knicks, but the Bulls prevailed in 7 games. They then handled the Cavs in 6, which set up a date with Clyde Drexler and the Portland Trailblazers, the same team that passed on Jordan in favor of Sam Bowie nearly a decade earlier. Jordan came out firing. He dropped 35 points in the first half, and after hitting his sixth three-pointer, he gave his famous shoulder shrug that has been replicated many times since. The Bulls would beat Portland in six games, and Jordan claimed his second straight finals MVP. In the summer of 1992, Michael Jordan represented his country in the Olympics, playing for the Dream Team. He averaged 15 points per game and was the only player to start all eight games for the national team. Jordan is one of three American basketball players to win a gold medal as an amateur and a professional. 1992-1993 was Michael Jordan's seventh consecutive season leading the NBA in scoring, and the Bulls made their third consecutive NBA Finals where they would square off with the Phoenix Suns and Charles Barkley, who Jordan had befriended during their time together in Barcelona. Over the course of the six-game series, MJ averaged 41 points and won his third consecutive NBA Finals MVP. The Bulls had three-peated. In October of 1993, Michael Jordan abruptly announced his retirement from basketball, saying that he lost his passion and his desire to play the game. This came shortly after his father was brutally murdered at a highway rest area. In February of 1994, MJ signed a contract with the Chicago White Sox and went to spring training. He played the entirety of that season with the Birmingham Barons, the White Sox double-A team. He hit 202 with three home runs, 51 RBIs, and 30 stolen bases. Without Jordan in the 1993-1994 season, the Bulls went 55-27 and and lost in the second round of the playoffs. The 1994-1995 season began, and Jordan still had his heart set on baseball. Then March came around, and with the Major League Baseball season in jeopardy due to a strike, Jordan released a press release that simply read, I'm back. He donned number 45, and played in 17 games prior to the playoffs, somehow averaging 27 points per game after 18 months away from the game of basketball. The Bulls won their first-round series against Charlotte, but would fall to the Orlando Magic in six games. Michael Jordan spent all offseason training and getting in tip-top shape in preparation for the 1995-1996 season. It also didn't hurt that Dennis Rodman was traded from the Spurs to the Bulls to fill a void left by the departure of Horace Grant a season earlier. Hot out of the gate, the Bulls started that season 41-3. They would go on to finish 72-10, and and at the time set the record for most wins in a regular season. Michael Jordan was crowned with his fourth MVP, averaging 30 points per game. The Bulls only lost one game before the finals, 
where they had a date with the Seattle Supersonics. Chicago would win the title on Father's Day, and Jordan was emotional clutching the trophy on the locker room floor. The 1996-1997 season, the Bulls went 69-13. MJ averaged a league-leading 30 points per game, but Karl Malone took home MVP honors. Fittingly, the Bulls faced off with Malone's Jazz in the finals. In Game 1, MJ sunk a buzzer beater to give the Bulls an early series lead. Then Game 5 was the flu game. Jordan was poisoned in Salt Lake City and played through an 102-degree temperature and severe dehydration. He dropped 38 points, including the decisive three-pointer with under 30 seconds remaining. The Bulls would close out Utah in Game 6, and Jordan claimed his fifth Finals MVP. In the following season, 1997-1998, the Bulls began their quest for their second three-peat. Jordan led the league in scoring for the 10th and final time with just under 29 per game and secured his fifth regular season MVP. Chicago would go 62-20 in the regular season, but were then tested by Rick Smith's Reggie Miller and the Pacers in the Eastern Conference Finals. Indiana took Chicago to seven games before falling to the bald-headed assassin and crew. This set the stage for a Jazz-Bulls finals, a rematch of the matchup a year earlier. The Bulls took a 3-2 lead in the series, and in Game 6, Jordan dropped 45 points and hit the legendary shot over Brian Russell to seal the Bulls' sixth championship and his sixth finals MVP award. In January of 1999, Michael Jordan retired for a second time. The NBA was in a lockout, Phil Jackson's contract was expiring, and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman were in limbo. A year later, in January of 2000, Jordan returned to the game, not as a player, but as a part-time owner and the president of basketball operations for the Washington Wizards. Jordan infamously selected Kwame Brown first overall in the 2001 NBA draft. In September of 2001, after three seasons off, Michael Jordan announced that he would return to the hardwood. He made clear his intent of donating his salary to 9-11 victims. Over 60 games played that season, Michael Jordan averaged 23 points and 5 assists. The 2002-2003 season would be Jordan's last He played in all 82 games and averaged 20 points at 39 years of age. His career had officially ended. He was a six-time champion, six-time finals MVP, five-time regular season MVP, 14-time All-Star, three-time All-Star game MVP, 10-time All-NBA first-teamer, nine-time All-NBA first-team defense, the winner of a Defensive Player of the Year award, and a two-time slam-dunk champion. In 2006, Michael Jordan bought a stake to the Charlotte Hornets, and he still owns it to this day. In 2009, he was elected to the Basketball Hall of Fame. Today, Michael Jordan makes more than $60 million annually from Nike, and the Jordan brand generates over $1 billion in annual sales. That'll do it for this episode of Hanging with Hogan. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you wouldn't mind, please subscribe, rate, 
and review. Five stars would be much appreciated. If you have any feedback or thoughts on the show, you can shoot me an email. My email account is kellyhogan23 at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Take care and make it a great day.